1 West, on the 25th Street, all in New York, under command in Jiren Yahani. This is Officer Nishak Mayathah, coming out of the Tennessee School. So like you, man, I'm just saying camp. Right. Hey, <laughs> no, everybody say school, man. Right. Camp is what we have, right. you know what I'm saying? This for you in the future. Come. You always been saying camp, too. Man. I feel once. <laughs> but nah, just so you know, man, um, we got to do that proper, so out of the Tennessee School. Uh, another thing I haven't been doing, does anybody have any questions? I just been going right in the top. Twelve. Twelve, sir. Twelve. Twelve, twelve, twelve. Okay. Man, today, man, um, oh, if anybody in the chat got a question, man, let me know. Um, man, I want to get into, uh, I got to this conversation. Sometimes it makes the best classes. I got in a conversation with this brother, and he was like an RPG type brother. And in his mind, he thinks that, uh, and you, you'll hear this more and more, because the buildup of, of uh, you know, it's prophetic, you know what I'm saying? It's prophecy about all the nations coming together, you know, with themselves, right? So, the brothers that are not in the truth, they try to come together on some look your guns up, we about to go kill them all. Alright? There's two things, I was trying to get to this brother's head, there's two things wrong with that. One, and he, of course, he didn't understand scripture, but one, McCoy, can you, I mean, Officer McCoy, can you find the uh, scripture where it talks about, uh, I think it says Esau is gifted with the sword? Come on. Something like that. And I say Esau, but say he has the gift of sword. But one of those problems is that he's blessed, that's just blessed with the sword. That's what it is. He's blessed with the sword. Two, okay, if if let's say we, we do the work of going out and somehow crazy and it's not gonna happen, it can't happen. But you kill all of them. You get rid of all the heathens or this, has the control and has the power. Who gets the credit for? Most high gets credit for. No. No. Oh, sloppy, sloppy. That person. Yeah, as a group, we get the credit for. Right. If we was to go out and do that, you know what I'm saying? Which you can't. I'm just saying, like hypothetically. The whole point of me saying it is the fact that the reason why the Lord doesn't want one of the reasons why the Lord doesn't want us to just go out there and just start killing them up like that, which you can't do anyway. Yeah. Is, like, I was going to go ahead and uh, jump jump ahead mm -hmm. because the other nations or whatever would would look at us as did it instead of our God doing it. No. Okay. You're you're in the football stadium, but you're running back and you ain't in the field. Mm. The, the, the point is, the Lord wants the glory for that. Right. Just like, I'll give you a perfect example, like when, um, like when we were coming out of Egypt. The Lord wanted the, the, the like it says, you know when it says that uh, he hardened Pharaoh's heart? Right. That's why he hardened his heart. Because he wanted to, to um, for Pharaoh to show his true self. So then, because literally they kept pushing the evil the Hebrew Israelites out. At first, they was going to let them go because of, of the death thing. Then, 
his heart got hardened, so he just got this burning hatred for him. So then he sends his whole army out there. Right. Exactly what the Lord wants. Why? So he can sit there, hold this this seat back, let his people go through, and kill out his whole army. Right. So you have no choice but to see the Lord for the power that he is. Right. It's the same thing in these days now. Like a lot of people, they mad at Trump. They starting to see how bad racism is, and now. They all trying to band together, but they trying to band together on some Black Panther shit. So like you, but that Black Panther stuff don't work. They tried it. Right. That Black Panther stuff don't work, bro. You can't load the guns up and go murder them all. You don't even have a law. Let's say if you do, if we do do that, what you gonna live by? Now you gonna have comedic, more science. Uh, you gonna have go ahead. Then then it'll be a civil war within the ones that take over. So then you're gonna start doing what? Killing each other. Right. So what's the difference? So when I told that brother that, he was like, Well, you know, the the Israelites, y'all just like y'all were nomadic people. Y'all just went from place to place and and uh uh really didn't do anything. Y'all couldn't be farming if you kept moving. Look here, man, what you don't understand is is the Israelites were warriors. Right. That's what brought me to the class this evening. I'm gonna show this, these, this, uh, a couple of occasions where it shows that it shows one occasion was one situation was when we actually had like it was like some some uh, a movie like Born Identity or something. A brother like snuck up into this king's uh, lair. And, and, and wanted to talk to him one on one. And when he took this knife, and what he did with this knife afterwards, you've been like, damn, cold with it. Right. And even if you read the, uh, what is it, uh, Joshua, man, you read Joshua, it's all about war. Right. Even if you look at, uh, what's the scripture? Um, I think it's in uh, oh, I think it's first first Samuel. It talk about how two brothers annihilate a group of uh, Philistines, which were Hamites. Uh, two of them killed twenty of them, and was looking for it. It was like if we don't win, then that means just the Lord did. Now he uh, it was I think it was Jonathan. Jonathan said something like if. They ask for it, that means the Lord has delivered them into our hands. In other words, if they talking crazy, that means the Lord won't be killing them. Right. So we're going to see how warlike the uh, Israelites were. But that's what we're going to find out today. And also, we're even going to see how the Lord has a spirit of war. Christ is going to come with uh, not with peace, but with, uh, with destruction, with a sword. Right. So we're going to look at the, how, also there's another scripture we're going to look at where it talks about how we were trained for warfare. It was like a regular uh, part of our life. Like we wouldn't, like a lot of people think when they see Israelites, they just see like so-called nomadic people. They just walk around sheep herding and going to different lands and conquering. But bro, when it talks about them going to war, how the hell they knew? How did they know how to fight? Right. That's the whole thing. So that's what we gonna look in today. Um, I would. It's like, what's what's the what's wrong with being both? 
Why can't we? Why can't be heard and farm, but still be prepared for war? Because you got <laughs> so many. Okay, one, you got a Christian doctrine out there that makes you that makes Christ look like a punk. Right. So if if their image of Christ, which is Caesar Borgia, if he's real soft, then how are the people that he's leading gonna be? Right. So. And then we gonna even see where one disciple was cold with that sword. Right. Because we're going to see where he really could have killed this brother. But he did. Which says something in itself. Um, but the first scripture, man, I want to get to. And I just wanted to say that because, man, it, it just proves like how, how lost some of our people are. Like, they don't know their identity. They don't know their history, where they come from. You know, you can't call your forefather some white man that basically was uh, raping your people. Right. You know, everybody say the forefather, George Washington, all this other junk. They your forefather. Your forefathers were warriors, kings, uh, um, priests, and prophets of the Lord. Right. right. So let's go to uh, Exodus 15 and 3 first. Come on, come on. And let, let's see what kind of... Uh, 14 and 3, sir? 15 and 3. Hold on, let me see if that's right. Yeah, that's it. Let's start from the top. This is the Lord. For some reason, the Christian church skips right over this. They don't say nothing about it. Exodus chapter 15, verse 3. What do you want to start from 1? No, you start from 3. Come on, come. Verse 3. All I can get it? Come. And I, I what? Uh. Verse 3. The Lord is a man of war. Well, the Lord is what? A man of war. That's self-explanatory right there. The Lord is a man of war. Can you read? The Lord is his name. So we're talking about the most high. So what's they tell you right there? It tells you that the Lord is about warfare, man. Right. That's why anytime we had to Conquer a land, we didn't just walk into the land. We had to take it. Right. Like you talking about Canaan and all this. We had to take that land from them Hamites. We constantly was battling them Hamites. Right. We're going to even see in some of these uh, scriptures that it was a point where, and just like we always do in history, we, we conquer people, then we mix with them, then the Lord pulls us back down, then they rule over us. Then we start praying, begging for help. Then the Lord sends a leader. Then we conquer him. Then what do we do? Yeah. Another he's in a mix with. Right. Dude, what are we doing now? Mm. Mix we with mixing them. with the same enemy that we talk that we all know is our enemy. We 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 we, we keep intermingling with them. It's like we scared to go over by ourselves. The only reason why we scared is because we don't know who we are. Right. If you really knew that. You were the, the nation above all nations, and you just got to stay with yourself and go by the laws. Maybe you wouldn't touch them. Because you know you lose your power when you do. Right. So let's go to uh, Matthew 10 and 34. Matthew chapter 10, verse 34. Mm -hmm. How high you got? Love. Now let's see what kind of man Christ was. And he was a man for all those Christians out there. 
Right. Matthew chapter 10, verse 34. Uh, I can talk about for you. Come. Come. Right. Um, think not that I come to send peace on earth. Say that one more time. Think not. Think what? Think not. That I have come to send peace on earth. What color are the words to that to that scripture? Red. Red, which, which means what? Christ said this. This is Christ speaking. Read it one more time. Think not that I have come to send peace on earth. This is all to all the moviegoers, all the left behind people that watch them movies. <laughs> hey, Christ coming down. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, hey. all, all the rapture. Yeah, all the rapture movies. Yeah. His, his hair's floating in the wind as he's coming down. And he's touching people and putting them in bubbles. And, you know, they get to go up into the rapture and avoid all the war and all that. That was straight up lies. Right. You feel for it. Let's see, what the, let's see what Christ was about. Go ahead. I come not to send peace, mm -hmm. but a sword. But a what? But a sword. So what you going to do with a sword? Hmm. Why would he have one? He, at first, it said he's not coming in peace. Right, right. So, like we always say, if he ain't coming in peace, if I call you on your phone and I say, "Hey, bro, look," what it say? Uh, I'm not coming in peace. Right. And I'm bringing, and I'm bringing my strap. Right. What you gonna do? Hmm. Get my strap. Yeah, you are gonna be ready for right for war for war. So, Christ is coming, and he's coming for war. Alright, so we didn't went from the most high to Christ. So now let's see uh what else is going on with these Israelites, man. Um another thing I got to talk to this brother about was um you gotta understand that the battle that, that there's life is war from right. And when when we always say it in UPK and what that means is every day in your life you go fight something. You know, even if it's not physical, it like the the principalities and the things that we're against is spiritual. It's a spiritual warfare too. So when you having this spiritual warfare, the only thing that you have is the law to go by. So there's no, you know, you can't pick up guns and, and kill people and expect to, to reach freedom. Right. Because you don't live by anything. You you still living in sin. You know what I'm saying? So. Let's get uh, Matthew 24 and 6. Come. So we can help our brothers and sisters understand. Because a lot of a lot of our brothers and sisters are getting scared now. That's what this is all boiling down to. Right. They're getting scared. And when you get scared, the first thing you want to do is, is you just want to fight. You ain't thinking. So let's let's find out what exactly are we supposed to do. Because you know this time. We already know this time is spoken of. We, we, especially us in the truth, we know this time is coming when it's going to be all out warfare, where it's going to be wars and rumors of wars, where it's going to be all this killing, where it's going to be people aiming missiles at each other. It's going to get to a point where you're going to look at the United States and it ain't going to look the same no more. Right. You're going to have some Russians owning Oklahoma, you might have some Chinese owning California. Hmm. Well, California might not be there. It might be burnt the hell up. It's burning as we speak, ain't it? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, it, people, especially the white man, he cannot picture, and you can ask any white man that you that you come into contact with, and ask him, do you ever think 
that the United States will fall? Do you ever think that you'll lose your country? This, this country will lose its reign, its throne, because it's ruling. Right. You think those people will ever fall? They'll be like, oh, hell no, man. We got too many damn guns. Brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They think they got all these stockpiles and all this stuff. But you don't understand, what did your stockpiles do to a wildfire? What did your stockpiles do to a flood? You don't understand what you're up against. Right. So let's read this so our brothers and sisters get, a, get an idea for what you're supposed to do. Come on, come on. Matthew chapter 24, verse 6. All Akimah and Akwath got it? Come Verse 6. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. Which we hear right now. We, we going through it right now. Actually, you look at uh, the Gaza Strip. Um, so uh, the so-called Jewish man over there, um, what else? Syria. Syria. They're literally at war right now. Go ahead. Uh, you also got uh, Iran. Iran. They locate they're, up. They're they're a part of the Syrian war. China, um, Russia. They they send defense systems everywhere. Right. So uh, Turkey. We're living in that time. Like a lot of people think, like, what are we supposed to do in the time of Jacob's travel? <laughs> Fool, that's over. We are in the end days right now. Right. Like it can pop off at any moment right now. When I say pop off, nukes. It like it's so many different countries in Atlanta, Syria right now. It just takes one of them to make a mistake. They call uh they call some sailors how high off of uh met, I think it was met on the uh, one of the sailor ships in uh one of the uh the US Battleships. Hmm. They call like I'm talking about like twenty of them. They call them hiding the motherfucker. And you can slap them. And you can't and you got nukes on there. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you got nukes on there and you have met, we that damn close. Right. What's what's for you? What's something that looks like it says, do not push. It says, push me now, and it's doing like this. It <laughs> <laughs> <You> got hands. <laughs> right. Push me right now. Right, right, right. You got a group of them hallucinating, thinking, yeah. you know what I'm saying, thinking that they're at war or something like that. And here's the crazy part. These are your soldiers. Right. These are your soldiers. You got homosexuals all in your, in your, in your army. Right. So get them all, uh, what do you call it, emotional. What is that? I don't say I can't hit this button. <laughs> I'm a boy. Man. <laughs> I'm a boy. You are a boy, Damon. You're a boy. But uh, no man, like 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 real talk, man. It's it's that close. We in these times right now. We talking about wars and rumors of war. But keep reading. Conrad, Conrad. See that ye be not troubled, mm -hmm. for all these things must come to pass. Now that's key right there. Say it again. For all these things must come to no, pass. Right, right before that. Conrad, Conrad. What did it say? See that ye be not troubled. That's Christ telling you. Don't worry about this. It's gonna be wars and wars. Just picture, man, he's sitting up there rapping to rapping to the rapping, rapping to talking to the disciples. Look, it's gonna be wars, it's gonna be rumors of wars in that day. Our people cannot worry about it though. Don't worry about it. If you in this truth, you have nothing to worry about. Keep reading. For all these things must come to pass. So that means these things have to happen. If you listen to the, the post of the US. They trying to do, when I say the polls, I'm talking about the, the so-called American people. They trying to do everything they can to stop it. 
They trying to stop these wars. They trying to say, why is the U.S. Uh, coming out of these deals and putting tariffs on China and putting tariffs on Iran? They're trying to stop it. You know how people in the truth look at it? How brothers and sisters in the truth look at it? They like, push the button. Yeah, which one's pushing? Push push Send that damn missile, man. Right. Because we know what happens after this. They trying to stop it. And they really like the 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 the, the, uh, the 666 governing class that actually rule the earth, they know what it is. Right. They know what it is. They try to do so many manipulative moves, but you can't stop it. Like, how you gonna stop earthquakes and hurricanes and, and tornadoes and wildfires? Right. You can't stop it. <laughs> it's like, Go ahead. the more they try to stop it, the more right, natural disasters, more natural disasters hit. Yeah, and, and here's, here's another tripped out thing, is that you put so much, um, so much pressure on all those brothers and sisters in South America. Now look at you. You trying to like, I think somebody, I think uh, Commander Junior Hunter said last night, like you trying to keep them from coming to your border. By the time they get there, it's going to be burnt up anyway. Right. <laughs> See how that work out? Yeah. That's, that's kind of, you don't think that's a little coincidental? Yeah. That's crazy. But keep reading. Come on, come on. But the end is not yet. The what? But the end is not yet. But the end is not yet. Keep reading. Verse 7. For nations shall rise against nation. Now see, that means all these different nations, all these different groups of people, all these races, they're going to rise up against each other. Keep reading. And kingdom against kingdom. And kingdom against kingdom. That's when you're talking about Russia, Iran, China, the U.S. Keep reading. And there shall be famines <clears throat> and so pestilence. There shall be what? And there shall be famines mm -hmm. and pestilence. So people are going to be starving. People gonna be man struggling. They doing that now. Everybody thinks like this is like, like I know that I think in the Christian church they think like the, the Antichrist has to step up and claim peace for seven years and all this. They got a whole spiel. You know what I mean? Right. That is not what these scriptures are saying. They don't realize you living in that time right now. Keep reading. And earthquakes in diverse places. Keep going. We we witnessing that. They're everywhere. Keep reading. Verse 8. Mm -hmm. All these, it's like, all these are the beginning of sorrows. These are the beginning of sorrows. This is how you know when things are getting bad. Uh, is that all I wanted? Yeah, that's all I wanted. Oh, this, is, this is proving that you can't make it by yourself, man. There's no way that you think you can pick your, pick your guns up and Go just start murdering people and make it by yourself. The Lord said right there in uh, verse 6, all these, what did it say? All these things must come to pass. These things have to happen. You're going to see a whole bunch of horrible things. We ain't even seen the, 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 the peak of how bad things are going to be. Um, now let me get 2 Esdras, Esdras 2, 26-29. And what I'm doing right now uh, is, is I'm just showing that during warfare, for one, <laughs> that says the UPK apart from everybody else. 
Right. This banner that is right behind me represents the army of the Lord. We we the army. You go to all these other so-called uh, groups, whatever you want to call them, they're not an army, man. Right. They don't know how to protect themselves. They don't know how to. Last time I seen a video when gunshots came out, they was they was doing bear crawls on the ground. Yeah. Chapter 2, correct? Come on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, chapter 2. Read verse 26, right? Come on. Second Ezra, chapter 2, verse 26. All Akimah and Akwath got it? Verse 26, as for the servants whom, whom I have given thee. Say again. As for the servants whom I have given thee. These are the servants that, uh, the servants that, that we are the servants. We're the servants of Christ. Keep reading. <clears throat> this is who he's talking about. There shall not one of them perish. And we'll say it again. There shall not one of them perish. And we talking about in this, in this time. When that day comes, if you're a true servant of the Lord, you out here doing that work, you're living by the laws, you believe in the in the, the real Christ, the black Christ, not that white boy, and you really doing this work, read. There shall not be there shall not one of them perish. Right. Keep reading. For I will require them from among my number. Okay. Mm -hmm. For I will require them from among thy number. Now, you talk about, you know, people talk about their two-thirds, right? People always talk about their two-thirds. And like we always say, man, we hope we hope that we can wake up with enough brothers and sisters where it don't have to be a two-third. Right. Uh, it can be less, you know what I'm saying, much less. But we know by, that we go by the laws. And when we see this right here... And it's talking about that we the service of Christ. You're not going to be, you don't have to sit there and worry about going to war and picking your guns up. I'm not saying you don't defend yourself. Right. We're going to look in the scripture where Christ tells you to sell your guard, get your strap. Right. Two straps. Now, I'm, I'm, that's an update to this time. But he says, get your sword. Sell your guard and get your sword. And then what you're talking about is then another brother says, well, uh, you got two swords. And he's like, Cool. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, keep reading. Come on, come. Verse twenty-seven. Be not weary, for when the day of trouble 
And heaven is coming. Mm -hmm. Oh, come Verse 27. Mm -hmm. Be not be not weary. For when the day of trouble and heaven is coming, others shall weep and be sorrowful. Why would others weep and be sorrowful? Because they won't have the protection of the most high over them. Next it is. While we're in California, the wild mm. why were are you filming that? Yeah. Why, were, why were those people so sad? They crying, they driving in their car, flames all around. Why were they doing that? Because they were not prepared. Hmm? They were not prepared. No. Oh, sorry. Because oh, they lost their possessions. Because they lost their possessions. Right. They mad because they lost all their stuff. Just like they gonna be mad because they gonna just see that they losing their world. Their whole world gonna come tumbling down. Then you gonna look up and see a black man with a sword. Right. And he telling you that all these rough looking ass niggas right. is the chosen ones. The one you've been oppressing. These are the ones that's supposed to get the get the kingdom. Oh, yes, sir. It's going to be a day of sorrow for them in many different ways. You right. what I'm saying? Keep reading. <clears throat> but thou shalt be merry mm -hmm. and have abundance. So what? <clears throat> and have abundance. Oh, start that part over again. Come on, come. Uh -huh. But thou shalt be merry. But who? Thou. Them. Thou. White man. Thou. The Chinese. Thou. Iranians. Thou. Say it one more time. But thou shalt be merry and have abundance. Now, if if the heathens was the other people and thou was us, why would we be merry and, and, and happy in abundance? Because they say it seems like everything just flipped. <laughs> why, why, why would we be happy in destruction and fire and war? Why would we be happy? It's like, because we know that our kingdom is, is, is here. You know what? Our kingdom is here. I'm saying, Christ, get that man in. Yeah. You know that our kingdom is here, and that is something to be happy for. People act like we evil when we say things like that, cause they don't. But see, they don't say nothing when when uh, mothers got to bury their sons and their daughters, or when that little girl uh, gets shot, a little three year old or seven year old gets shot in the head because some cop had the wrong house. Right. And nobody crying then. It ain't no big deal then. It's like, and in other news, right. Titans just scored 35, 40 <laughs> right. points against New England Patriots. So that that's why we gonna be happy. Go ahead. Now. Just like when the uh, when the guy in Chicago, you know, what I'm saying, stopped a mass shooter at a club. He's holding the, the suspect on the ground. The police pull up and kill him. Mm, I heard about that. Is that how they went down? Yeah, exactly. I heard about that. He's holding the guy. He got a knee in his back, waiting for the police to pull up. Yeah. Police pulled up, didn't say no words to him, no freeze, no drop the gun, just open fire on him. And killed him? And killed him. For him that. doing his job. Wow. That's all the black and play. We need to uh, speak. We need to speak on that, Officer Paul. So, like, let's keep reading that. Verse 28. The heathen shall envy thee. Say it again, Slack. Verse 28. The heathen shall envy thee. The what? The heathen shall envy thee. Your brother. The heathen 
shall envy thee. The heathen shall envy thee. The what? The heathen shall envy thee. This ain't the Bible. This can't be the Bible. No, nah, this ain't the Bible. It's, it's red. Where you get this from? This <laughs> book of Enoch? No, nah, this ain't no. Nah. What no? Nah. This ain't real. It's a lot. What what what? Oh, so oh you this, got, this is the 1611 King James. So included. how do we know the Apocrypha was real? Because it's in the original 1611 King yeah, James. Right. It's in there, right? Come. So how do you know that Bible was real? Because the prophecies that's written in this Bible tells me about my my whole life. Yeah, but where it come from? You ain't got all emotional comments. Oh, my fault. Right. <laughs> you got to. No, for real. Like, people ask you that question. Right. Like, we've had that. Do it. Say that. It can't. Right. You have to know the history of King James and how it was translated by, what, 80 different scholars? 70. 72. Something like that. 72 scholars. Uh, different scholars. You got to know that. Latin, Greek. Hebrew, they all translated it. You know what I'm saying? Um, just a little trick question. Is that all? For, no, keep reading. No. Like, but they shall be able to do nothing against thee. But what? But they shall be able to do nothing against thee. Keep reading. Saith the Lord. Saith who? Saith the Lord. So who is that? Most High God. And the Most High God just said what? <clears throat> the heathen shall envy thee. But they shall be they shall be able to do nothing against thee. So why do we have to pick those up and kill them? Right. You see it now? This is what we gotta get to our people. This is what I was trying to get to this brother. Man, you do not have to pick no guns up. If you got a gun, you defend yourself. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Just like you don't sit there and let nobody sit there and whoop your ass. Right. You always defend yourself. You got to knock him out, knock him out, but have mercy on your brother. Right. You got to understand that he's out of his mind. He's caught up in this world, and this world is twisted as hell. Right. All of us in this room used to be in it. Right. Used to be just some cutthroat, dirty, vile, wicked-ass people. I know I was. Right. I mean, without a shadow of a doubt. Wow. You, you could be my best friend. You could be my, my what, what we used to call my main chick. Right. I'm still doing you in I was that damn weak. So they they in that type of mentality. So we have to understand that yes, defend yourself. Want to get a strap? Yes, legally get you a strap, get you a gun. But that does not mean that you go out and kill all the white people you ain't gonna do and you can't do. The only thing right. you're gonna do is get you're gonna end up getting bullets emptied in you like uh set it off. So was the brother that you was uh, debating with, was he talking about that we need to strap up and be ready for a Yeah, he was, it was, it wasn't a debate, it was just like the brother was really, what I'm starting to realize is he was the first one I had a conversation with that about. I, I mean, we went to, what, remember that cookout in Atlanta? It was the same situation, man, like brothers are scared. So like he was basically saying, like he knew who, who I was, you know what I'm saying, I had my gear on. That was UPK though. And he was basically like, man, I know who y'all are, man. I, I, I respect what y'all do. You know, the usual spiel. And then he was like, but what we gonna do, man? They out here killing us, you know what I'm saying? You see what's happening? I know y'all uh, y'all called him y'all brothers and sisters in South America. What we gonna do? I was like, we gonna get ourselves together, God. We gonna, we gonna teach. Yeah, but what about, what? we gotta get our guns up, man. We, we gotta get, uh, what do you say, these uh, 300 shot 
Drums, yeah. Yeah, something like that. 100 shots. I might be saying too much. Yeah. But I'm, I'm looking at him crazy like, you don't even have the organization to get all these people up together. Right. We're an army. We, we have rank and order. Right. If Commander Junior Hunter called that, we could do it. But we're not going to do that. But for two reasons. One, it's against the scriptures. Two, it would be stupid. We're supposed to be looking up with you, and you not even order us? And you want us to just look up guns and kill white people? Right. They ain't gonna do nothing. It's like, most times whenever I have conversations with people like that, they just looking, it's an outcry. That's you know what I'm saying? They scared. And, and they don't have the bone in them to even shoot a dog, let alone another person. But now some of them do. Now I ain't saying to do with some kind of little, little, little weak ass dude. I'm just saying. It's just, what it is, it's just they don't understand what to do because they don't live by nothing. Right. You, you, you living by. Um, I think that RPG stuff is is the uh, uh, black nationalists. They look linked up with that red, black, and green, all that other stuff. And and really, you trying to be a whole other nation, right? You know what I'm saying? You don't even know who you are. You lost. Like we can't we can't like join ourselves to you like that. And then you don't even we go by scriptures, right? That's why put it this way. Here's the here's what I told him. Perfect example of this, that that really made him sit there and be like, I see what you mean. Let's say what you do works. How do you live after that? What law do you live by? Oh, well, you know what I'm saying? We just have to create our own law. No. Because you're going to have so many different ideologies, you're going to end up warring against each other. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what we live by. We live by laws. That's, how, that's, that's why the Lord is a genius. Come. He already knew this time is coming. Right. It's going to get bad. You already living by the laws. What you're supposed to do is get out here in these streets, quit talking, and letting your heart beat and getting all scared. Grow a couple. Get out there and start teaching your people who they really are. Right. Regardless of what this white man is saying. If you got, here's my thing, if you got the so-called nuts, it's a lot of you, but if you got the so-called nuts, to go out there and kill a white man, why don't you have that same type of zeal to teach your brother? Right. Well, I don't understand that. Just like with the with the uh, conscious community, y'all fight and battle all day with us, and it's always about the Bible. But what do you do when your people are being molested, when your women are being raped, when your people are being killed in the street? Cause y'all take y'all took up for African them Right, right. That's why they work that uh, Captain Tazar y'all is doing, man. Give him a hand, man. Right. Saying it's work in that uh, in that conscious community, man. And, and like people don't understand that they have confused so many people. But it's crazy though, cause the Lord is using something. Cause it's a it's a net. Hey, I'm one of them. I got caught in the side of the net. Right. And what it is, is you got a lot of brothers and sisters that's confused, and they are sick of the mess. They are sick of seeing their people killed. It's, it's, it's natural to sit there and watch social media and, and TV and constantly see your people getting murdered. And then you find out about abortions. Then you find out who started abortions. Then you find out your history did not start from slavery in your history books. It goes way back before that. 
But then they try to hide who you really was. And then you understand all the stuff that's been going on to, to basically kill you before you were even born. Like right. there's actual think tanks that sit there and think about how to destroy your nation. So yeah, it's, kind of, it's, it's regular to find out who you are. But our people are scared. And when I sit there and drop that on that brother, then he sat there and was quiet and couldn't say nothing. So sometimes what we do, even if a brother walks off, what you're doing is you're just throwing the seed out there. Right. Take this with you. That's it. And the Lord will take care of it. That's why when we go to camp and we speak, you, know, you might see a lot of brothers and sisters just pass by and shake their head. But sometimes they ain't going to have no choice but to hear what we have said. And when they going through something in their life, it triggers something. Then they might sit there and be like, man, what was that name? They might come back out there. Or they might remember that name. Right. And they might look us up and start listening to one of these classes. I guarantee you, they in here right now. Right. 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 Go ahead. You want, my bad. Who had the hand up? No, you go ahead. All right, this, I got a question. This is on top of this. This is kind of off topic. No, go ahead, bro. Okay. The very next verse. Wait, 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 hold up. Yeah, because I'm everywhere. 2 and 29. Uh, we, we was reading that also, sir. Matthew 24. Oh, was you reading uh, Matthew? Oh, we in the pocket. In the pocket. Uh, second edge is 2 and 29. Yeah, we was, we was reading that also, sir. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah, like a thousand books. Right, we haven't even read it yet, but y'all, yeah, he can uh, read it. Okay. And the second edge is 2 and what? 29. 29. Okay. <clears throat> Verse 29. Mm-hmm. My hand shall cover thee. So that thy, thy children shall not see hell. Mm, say that again. <clears throat> Verse 29. My hand shall cover thee. Mm-hmm. So that thy children shall not see hell. Mm-hmm. All right, Salah, so I got a question about that. Mm-hmm. Can I use that in my hearing and hear for again? Yeah. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I'm slick, man, because I've, <laughs> right, I've never thought. Well, I've seen it, but I never thought to use it. Because right. I was going uh, to go to that verse after this. But you know, I was gonna. I mean, uh, while he was reading, but yeah, I've never used that to help him right now. But it is because what? Okay, now I'm gonna ask you a question. Make sure you're on point. So, what is that scripture mean? That scripture is meaning that hell is on earth, and that the hell. Read it one more time, Come on, come on. Mm -hmm. Verse Mm twenty-nine. My hand shall cover thee. Oh, now what's that mean? That means the Lord is gonna protect us. Okay, read. So that thy children shall not see hell. So what? So our children won't uh, see the destruction that's that's coming upon them. They not gonna be. He's gonna protect us from the destruction that's coming upon us. Okay. That's, yeah. It's it's more like the Lord's gonna protect you. Come. You gonna have this truth. Mm. And then what happens to Jew? He won't see it. He'll see. He go. He gonna be in. Cause okay. Now let me ask you this before we go there. Uh, Hold on, we we'll get you. Before we go there, what is hell? Hell is condition. It's a condition. So it's the condition we in right now. Cause Come as on. a people we destroy. So all this poverty, project street, gangster stuff, man. All this we going through killings. You see it. We in it. Huh. We in hell right now. Right. That's the big trick. Christians are like 
You don't want to go to hell, dumbass. You ain't <laughs> it's hot down you, there. Talking about, don't you wait for somebody to poke you with a fork? Right. With a goat? It should me out. He got a goatee and he red. <laughs> right. right. Now, who the hell is yeah. White man. Boy. Devil's yeah. Bob's yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's like, so you, you want to understand that the Lord is protecting you. He's teaching you the truth. Then you're going to teach the, uh, the church. You're going to teach the children. You're going to teach the next generation. So then, they basically going to be protected from this hell. You gonna, they going to be in it, but they going to be no part of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm going to use that. That's a, that's a good one. What you that's say? pretty much you broke it down. Okay. Just the condition. They'll, that they'll never see the destruction. Come. They'll see it. They just won't be part well, of it. I'm just talking about a, of us. They won't, we won't be destroyed like we were. You know what I'm saying? They won't have to go through what we had to go through. They won't go through it. Nah. They they're not gonna I don't want you to think that like hell is like a a a place. Like even even though we know it's conditioned is here on earth, it's not like your children's never gonna go through it. They're gonna go through this. They're gonna go through this. You gonna they gonna have they gonna have wars coming out. They gonna have homosexuals coming out. They gonna have um any kind of drug you can think coming out. They still gonna come up and they might not see uh, they community, they not gonna see their community and, and, and we like own all these businesses. They might start seeing some of it, you know, because we starting to wake up. But they gonna be protected from it. Why? Because their fathers are teaching them. Right. So now they don't have to go through all the dumb mess we went through. Right. How many times you should have been dead? You can't even count. How many times you should have been dead? You can't even count. I think I'm dead. Six. How many times, really, should you have been dead or in a very jacked up situation for the rest of your life? See how much we are the truth? Right. So when you're teaching them the truth, when, 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 when the moment you walk through them doors, I seen all y'all come through them doors. From that moment to now, y'all are totally different. You can't see it. Because now you feel like you've been doing it for years. It's like natural, right? right. That's, that's how you're supposed to be. So when your children, and you teaching them, and you just keep getting taught, now you got a whole generation of, of Israelites that are born in this hell, but they don't participate nowhere. They're right. not a part of this hell, like scripture says. Right. You dig? So, you understand? All right. Let's, uh, all right. Now, talk about war. I talked about how you can't just fight it, and I taught you how to fight it. From, from um, knowing who you are, going by these laws, right? Now, let me show you what Christ said about about um, when He talked about warfare. Let's look at Luke twenty-two and thirty-six. Luke chapter 22, verse 36. All occupants, got it? Verse 36. Then said he unto them, But now he that hath a purse, let him take it. Hold it. Hold right there. Say it again. Read that part again, my bad. Come on, come on. 
He's talking to the disciples. Verse 36. Then said he unto them, But now he that hath a purse, let him take it. It'd be something to carry money in. It'd be something to carry money in? Or clothes or whatever that's valuable. Yeah, that's right. It's like a wallet. It's yeah. your money. Go ahead. And likewise, his script. And likewise what? His script. What is it? Sacrificing your 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 everyday things. Man, get you a sword, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's sword. how they say. Get you a sword, man. Get you a gun. There's nothing wrong with that. Remember the the the, the context of what we talk about is the nation of Israel has always been trained for warfare. This is nothing new. All right. Uh, it was always about protecting ourselves. Uh, let's go to Joel three and ten. So I, I heard a fake news that I say uh, <clears throat> that, you know, UPK, you know, we be talking about getting, strapping up, you know what I'm saying, and stay, you know, we use the scripture to say that we can have us a gun. Mm -hmm. And say that, uh, I heard a fake news like one time say that uh, we taking this scripture out of context. Mm. So what's supposed to be? And, uh, they saying that we're not supposed to use our gun. <laughs> so what we supposed to do? Right. I guess. <laughs> so what you supposed to do, man? You know. I mean, you're not okay. Here's the thing. If let's say it ain't a gun. If Christ said, "Sell your garments to get a sword," what was he saying at that time? Sell your garments to get a, get a sword. Right. So. We don't use swords now. I mean, some people do, but your sword can't do nothing. It can't defend you against a gun. Right. If you can defend yourself with that gun, then it's legal. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. It's, it's nothing they can pull to prove that. I, I would be like, what scripture you use? What you, what's wrong with it? You got scriptures? That's what I would say. You battling with that. Um, Yeah, Joel 3 and 10. Joel 3 and 10. Come on, come on. Matter of fact, start at 9. Come on, come on. Yeah. Joel chapter 3, verse 9. All argument off the wealth, got it? Come mm -hmm. <clears throat> Verse 9. Proclaim ye this among the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. Prepare war. Prepare what? 
Prepare war. Now, if you know anything, these are usually Israelites speaking. If they say prepare war, like get ready for war, that means they know how to do what? <laughs> fight. Fight. Right. You know? Wake up the mighty men. Mm -hmm. Let all the men of war draw near. Let them come up. They literally are saying, come on, let's go to war. Keep reading. Verse 10. Mm -hmm. Beat your plowshares into swords mm -hmm. and your pruning hooks into spears. Mm -hmm. Let the weak say, I am strong. Keep reading. Verse 11. Assemble yourselves. And come all ye heathens. Assemble yourselves, pause, and come, pause, all the all ye heathens. What's a thee? No, it's in the car. Yeah, all ye heathens. Just so they don't think it's you joining with heathens. You gotta be careful, you know what I'm saying? Come. People read that, try to twist that on you. So it says, assemble yourselves and come, all ye heathens. And what? And gather yourselves together around about. Mm -hmm. Thither cause thy mighty ones to come down. O Lord. They did on it. Come on, come. So what they're doing is calling out the heat. They calling them out. Yeah. They saying, get all your, your, your baddest boys, your mighty men. Bring them on now. Because they saying prepare for war. So they're like, come on, let's go. I'm tired of all this talking. Yeah. Bring your best dudes. We got our best dudes. Let's go to war. What you waiting on? What's up? Now that sounds like to me of people that are experienced in warfare. Right. So let's go to 1 Samuel 14 6. Now that we have seen that Israel talks about warfare, like they know about warfare, we see how the Lord says he's a, he's a man, he has a spirit of war. Christ is all about war. He's bringing the sword. And when uh, Christ was teaching the disciples to get you one. So let's see what 1 Samuel say. 14 and 6. And let's see what's going on in this situation. 1 Samuel chapter 14 verse 6. Oh, uh, Akiva, got it? Uh -huh. Verse 6. And Jonathan said to the young man mm -hmm. that bear his armor, come and let us go over. Hold on, I want to skip over that too quick. Read that one more time. Come on, come on. Mm -hmm. Verse 6. And Jonathan said to the young man that bear his armor. Now, what does that mean? That's Jonathan. You know who Jonathan is. And he's talking to, uh, y'all know Jonathan is, right? Come on. Okay. And he's talking to who? A man that oh, wasn't raped, that he had authority over. He's talking to his armor bearer. Right. He basically carried his weapons. All right, keep going. <clears throat> Come, and let us go over to the garrison of the uncircumcised. What is a garrison? Anybody know what a garrison is? So, uh, is that like a... Uh, It's like a fort. A fort? Or like a battle, like a. Or what? No, it's like, like a watchtower? <laughs> Y'all know? 
thought Garrison had towels. Look like he got he Garrison's got towels, I know. So like, like a trench. Mm-hmm. It's a small army. That's what I put out. It's a word for that. He said a group of other people. A group of other people. You can't use that, bro. <laughs> it's a small army. All right. All right. So you understand what's going on in the story. Keep going. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. Say it again. Come on, come. Mm-hmm. It may be that the Lord will work for us, that there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. Now, what's that mean? What's Jonathan saying right here? You can start from the beginning where it says, Come, let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may, it may be that the Lord will work for us, but there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. He's saying that it could just be Jonathan and his armor bearer that can go conquer these people. Exactly. And we go with he said he can save us, it can, he can use many of us or just few of us. You see how aggressive he is? Right. Now, does a man that has no experience in war, would he be aggressive like this? Nah. Sound like this man's trained to fight. He has a who rolling with him. <laughs> Just an a armor bearer. But think about the words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's rolling with him, but the armor bearer, bearer is a person that carries your weapons. Right. So that means you're some kind of warrior, dog. You got a dude that just carries your stuff. Right. This ain't <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. Hey, uh, give me, uh, hand me the sword. So he basically saying, look, man, Lord, Lord's gonna be in our, he's gonna have our interest. And uh, I, we, we need to go handle these dudes over here. All right, keep reading. Verse 7. Oh, slap. Body is truth, right? It ain't nothing for the Lord to kill a lot. That's right, sis. That's exactly right. It, 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 it doesn't. When you, when you got the Lord on your side, you don't need notes. Right. That's what that's what this is really saying. You don't need notes. This is two brothers, and we about to find out who they're going against. Go ahead. Verse 7. And his armor bearer said unto him, Do all that is in thine heart. Turn thee. Behold, I am with thee according to thy heart. Now what are we saying here? I'm gonna ride, I'm gonna ride or die with you. Yeah, let's go. Right. He's down. Verse 8. And then Jonathan, it's like, then said Jonathan, Behold, we will pass over unto these men, and we will discover ourselves unto them. What this means, take your time when you see this. That we'll make ourselves known to them. We won't hide. Read again, read it slow. Verse 8, then said Jonathan, behold, we will pass over unto unto these men. We will pass over unto these men. Keep reading. And we will discover ourselves unto them. We will discover ourselves unto them. Mm. Yes, in the first. I think he's saying that we're going to jump over. It's like. It's like. They're going to sneak in. They're going to sneak in. <coughs> okay. You know what I'm 
what I'm saying? That's when it says pass over. I know they might throw you off. That's not easy to read. We will pass over unto these men, meaning we will sneak up on them. And then here's the key part. And we will discover ourselves unto them. We go to ambush them. We go pop out on them. And these two brothers against a garrison army, a stronghold. Okay. Verse 9. If they say thus unto us. If they say, if they say this to us, go ahead. Tarry until we come to you. Stay until we come up there. Go ahead. Then we will stand still in our place. And we go chill and wait for them. Go ahead. And we'll not go up unto them. And we won't rush. So before we sneak up on them, we're going we to make ourselves seen. And if they say stay, we come to y'all, we will stay. If they don't, we're going to get them head up. Then we're going to go get them. Right. All right, keep reading. Verse 11. Yeah, verse, oh, 10. Like verse 10. But if they say to us, come up unto us, then we will go up. For the Lord hath delivered them into our hand. And this shall be a sign unto us. Read that one more time. This is key. Come on, come. Now, when it says pass over, and I don't want you to get messed up. When it says pass over, we're going to sneak up on them. Meaning that they're not just going to sneak up on them and start just stabbing them or something. They're kind of like going to just pop up out of nowhere. Right. And they're saying if when we pop up out of nowhere, this is Jonathan, this armor bear. When we pop up out of nowhere, and if they say, uh, stay right there, we're going to come to y'all. Then we'll meet them. If he's if they say this last one, I'll let you read it again. Go ahead. Come on, come. Mm -hmm. Verse 10. Mm -hmm. But if they say thus, come up unto us. So if they say no, y'all come to us. Go ahead. Then we will go up. Mm -hmm. For the Lord hath delivered them unto our hands. Keep reading. This is key right here. And this shall be a sign unto us. First, they were saying basically the first situation was where y'all stayed. The, the uh, they say Philistines. Well, they say whoever they battle, they come to them first. They say it's like if they come to us, and then uh, they say they basically say stop. We are gonna come to y'all, and we'll meet. But on this second situation, it's where no, y'all come to us. If they have to come to them. Then what Jonathan is saying, and this is a sign that the Lord is going to let us defeat them. Right. Okay? So you understand the situation? Come on. Got this? Alright. Let's keep going. Verse 11. Mm -hmm. And both of them discovered themselves. <clears throat> like, mm -hmm. Verse 11. And both of them discovered themselves unto the garrison of the Philistines. And the Philistines said, Behold, the Hebrews come forth out of the holes. So we all looking at the Philistines. And it said at the beginning, read it again. <clears throat> come on, come. Mm -hmm. Verse 11. Right. And both of them discovered themselves into the garrisons. So both of them discovered themselves. What did, what did that mean in the early scriptures that we read first? So not that they snuck on They snuck on them. So now they just popped out on them. So now they're like, hey, what's up? What y'all doing? They provoking them. Right. See what I'm saying? So keep reading. 
of the Philistines. And the Philistines said, Behold, the Hebrews come forth out of the holes. <laughs> the Hebrews come forth out of the holes. Right. Yeah, keep reading. Where they had hid themselves. Mm -hmm. So now that they let you know they had hid themselves, they just popped out on them, right? Right. Okay, let's keep reading. Verse 12. And the men of the garrisons answered Jonathan mm -hmm. and said, <clears throat> and his armor bearer and said, Here's the test. Come up to us. Oh, what? Come up to us. Do what? Come up to us. Behold, hold on, it's like verse 12. And the men of the garrison answered Jonathan and his armor bearer and said, Come up to us. And we will show you a thing. And we will show you a thing. We will show you what's up, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me black people ain't, 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 ain't right this way. Right. This is black people talk, bro. We're going to show you a thing. That's the white version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to whoop your ass. Come on up here. Right. And Jonathan said unto his armor bearer, mm -hmm. Come up after me, for the Lord... I was like, go ahead. For the Lord hath delivered them into the hands of Israel. So to let you know right there, Jonathan was looking for a sign from the Lord based on what the Philistine was going to do. Right. He couldn't tell what they were going to do. He just knew I'm about to pop out on these dudes. And if they tell us to stop and they come to us, then we're going to beat them head up. But if we go to them, then we know the Lord is going to deliver them in our hands. Let's keep reading. Kind of on card. I'm going to read to uh, I'm on verse 13. So I want you to read to 16. Stop 16. Kind of on Verse 13. Mm -hmm. And Jonathan climbed, <clears throat> climbed up upon his hands. Mm -hmm. What's and the a, name? If you're climbing up and you're on your hands, what you, what, 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 and it's kind of like a question I'm asking personally, like just to get you, have, get you to have an image in your head. Thank you. 
He wants these dudes bad. Right. That's what I'm saying. He's on his hands like, You did? Right. He, he's, he's a warrior, man. He's trying to kill him for real, for real. It's like you would think if you got life, well, no, I ain't going to say that yet. Keep reading. Verse 13. <clears throat> and Jonathan climbed upon his hands mm-hmm. and upon his feet mm-hmm. and his armor bearer after him. And they fell before Jonathan. Mm-hmm. And his armor bearer slew after him. I mean, both of them was fighting at the same time. Both of them was dominating them, bro. <laughs> he just wasn't carrying armor. <laughs> no, yeah. at that time, he dropped that armor, grabbed what he had to grab, and they go head to head. They're trying to kill you. This ain't no fight. This is warfare. You know what I'm saying? Two dudes is slaughtering a... Garrison. Which is a... Armor. Also known as, also, I said another word. Um. Garrison or Stronghold. Stronghold. Tell him I'm coming. Verse 14. Mm-hmm. And that first slaughter which Jonathan and his armor bearer made mm-hmm. was about 20 men. How many? 20 men. Read that over. Tell him I'm mm-hmm. Verse 14. Mm-hmm. And the first slaughter. The what? The first, that first slaughter. So why would it say a first slaughter? <laughs> Are y'all looking at this? Right. Ain't Christians, right? Right. So we don't just. That's a word. Hey. Uh, so since, uh, we don't skip over nothing because it's very key. Right. You know the saying? context. So read that one more time. Come on, come. Verse 14. Mm-hmm. And that first slaughter, that which, first slaughter go ahead. which Jonathan and his armor bearer made, mm-hmm. was about 20 men. Within, as it were, and half acre of land, which a yoke of oxen might plow. It was small. A half acre? Yeah, it was small. That's pretty good size for two dudes. Well, think about it. But 20 people. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This, this is what it's trying to get you to understand. You are correct. They they got on this land. It was enough for an oxen to fly. You basically coming up to these Philistines. And when you come up to them, you got to think it's 20 minutes. So if you two, and you come up to 20 men, what's the scene look like, sis? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew you right there. Mm-hmm. Hold up, you gonna get let her in the act too. Just think about it though. Think about, think about a old school battles with swords and stuff like that. Right? First thing that comes to my mind is like on the Game of Thrones. Right? So, you got all these dudes with swords and stuff. You got these two dudes. They roll, they roll up, they climb up this hill, they roll up on a, a, a group of what we said, 20 men. Right. And they in half an acre. So when they roll up on these men, what do you think is the natural thing that's gonna happen when you got two coming to 20? What would that 20 do? They're gonna run toward them. And do what? Try to crowd around them. Crowd around them. They're gonna start surrounding them. They didn't have that much territory to fight in. Right. He was correct. But I just wanted you to think, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that you think. Right. So they basically are surrounding them. It's two dudes. And they say, not only did Jonathan uh, slaughter them, the armor bearer slew them. Right. All right? That was the first one. Let's keep reading. I'm just trying to get y'all to 
imagine this scene. Was that 15? Verse 15. And there was trembling in the host, in the field, and among all the people. What that mean, man? Read that again. Come on, come on. Mm -hmm. Verse 15. And there was trembling in the host, in the field, and among all the people. What does that mean? There was trembling. They were scared. Why was they scared? <laughs> because they were seeing the work that these two dudes was doing to their garrison. So, <laughs> you're exactly right. Yeah, it's putting so, the work. So, so when you just picture, man, you got your whole army out there. So if it's a garrison, it's just a little group. So like if you if you like in a big army, and you see these two dudes coming up the hill, you sitting out your garrison, hey man, go check out what these fools are. And then they go to war with these dudes and slaughter all of them. Right. So everybody in the army is like, man, who the hell is these niggas? <laughs> is, it, is it just two of them? <laughs> yeah. No, that's the question. Is it just, is two, it just two of them? Because <laughs> it's two of them that slaughtered 25 men like it was nothing. Right. Keep reading. Come on, come on. Mm -hmm. The garrison and the spoilers, they also trembled. Mm. And the earth quaked, so that it was a very great trembling. <laughs> so that means everybody was scared as hell. Right. Basically, man, nobody, and another thing you got to understand that this little piece of land they was fighting, this was the battlefield. None of them wanted to step foot on this battlefield. Uh, let's read 16. 16. Come on, come on. Verse 16. Mm -hmm. And the watchman of Saul in Gabbah of Benjamin looked, and behold, the multitude melted away. Mm -hmm. And they went on beating down one another. <laughs> Verse 16. I'm going to see if y'all understand the spirit of this scripture. And, and this is the ending of this scripture. And the watchman of Saul. In Gabir, a Benjamin looked. Slide, read that one more time. Come on, come on. Verse 16. Mm -hmm. And the watchman of Saul, in Gabir, a Benjamin looked. And behold, the multitude melted away. And they went on beating down one another. Now, unless you know that Jonathan was fighting, that was just him. In the armor bearer. Right. Saul was still fighting his fight against the other armies. You know what I'm saying? Against the Philistines. So if he's fighting all his fights, and then Jonathan goes and fights this little fight, start annihilating them, what does this do to the Philistines when it says, well, I almost gave it to you just now. What it says, the multitude melted away and they went on beating down one another. Man, they was, they was fighting to get up out of there. <laughs> was that, was Basically, running. man, when everybody seen Jonathan and his armor bearer annihilate those garrison, it took the spirit away from that army. Right. They was like, man, we can't beat these dudes. It was two of them just did that. That's when Saul's army started beating them down severely. Like, they, they, got, they got slaughtered. It's like... Uh, it's like if you watch a, a UFC fight or a boxing match. When you ever, if you ever watch a boxing match or a UFC fight, anything like that, and you see one opponent get knocked out, like he gets knocked down, 
when he gets back up, he he basically done. Right. He don't want no more. He like, man, I'm about to lose. That's the same thing happening in this fight right here, this war, this little battle. All right. To prove that them Hebrews is about that warfare. Let's get um. Let's, let's get Judges 3 and 1. I got one more. Yeah, Judges 3 and 1. I got one more I want to help you understand. One more situation. Or battle, I should say. To show you that these Hebrews was about warfare. Right. It was, they were not just going around. This one scripture man I'm missing. I wish I where it was. One second. One second. Uh, Judges 3 and 1. Judges chapter 3, verse 1. Judges chapter 3, verse 1. Come. Now these are the nations which the Lord left to prove Israel by them. Even as many of Israel as had not known oh, yeah, this is all the wars of Cain. So like you read that one more time. Judges chapter 3 verse 1. Mm -hmm. Now these are the nations which the Lord left. Now these are the nations that the Lord left, which is who? Keep reading. To prove Israel by them, even as many of Israel had as had not known all the wars of Canaan. Now, what what is that part saying right there? To Barak, yeah, go ahead, though. About the about the, these are the descendants of the people, or the children of the people who warred against Canaan, the first. Yes, but what what would be the reason to 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 what would be the reason that the Lord left these nations to see if they're worse than the Lord or if they're uh, yeah this warfare though remember the context of the class right so why would the Lord to see if they are prepared for war now these are the nations which the Lord left to prove Israel by them. Even as many of Israel as like as many of Israel as had not known all the wars of Canaan. So these general these basically these nations have been left so Israel can prove that they wanted that they wanted this land. Right. You did because you gotta remember the Hamite was in Canaan. It wasn't like everybody always say, well, the, the, the land of Canaan was for the Hamites. No. Israel had to prove that they wanted that land. Right. That's why you can't get, we will never, like in America now, we will never have freedom until there is war. That's the only way you can get freedom. But the key to it is, it's not going to be a war that we fight. Right. Our, our war is spiritual. The Lord is going to come in, send Christ in the anger. And then he's going to send that war on all these heathens. 
but you will never get peace without war. But once you once you go into battle and you defeat your enemy, now you got peace. Now you have rulership. That's what that that's what that scripture is saying. Yeah. Right. Uh, read verse two. Only that in verse two, mm -hmm. only that the generations of the children of Israel might know how to teach them war. Say that again. But anybody that ever says that the nation of Israel is not full of warriors, like we over-exaggerating when we wearing our war scars and we got our studs and spikes on, Passover, we got swords and axes and stuff like that, and they say we too aggressive and too militant, read that again. Only that the generations of the children of Israel, of who? the children of Israel, read. might know how to teach them war. Teach them what? War. Peace. Hmm. War. Integration. War. Gentrification. War. War. Keep reading. At least such as before knew nothing thereof. So basically, if they didn't know anything about war, they're going to be taught about war now. Why? Why do you have to teach your, your children about war? Why would they have to teach their children about war? Why warfare? So they could be able to defend uh, defend themselves. So they were defending themselves against uh, the Hamites and Cain? Live. So they'd be able to do what? Uh, conquer. Conquer. Take it. That's what the Lord wants you to see. Look, it's, it's cool to say, yeah, uh, I believe in the Lord and the truth and all that. What if we talked about it and never went to camp? Right. Never put boots on the ground. All we did was stay in here and teach. Or we had the crib. We got little little tea parties at the house. Yeah. But you never took yourselves outside the walls in the street where your people are for real, for real. Where they going through it. That's 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 what the Lord wants. He wanna I mean faith without works is dead, cool. Right. So you gotta be about it. So the Lord wants to see these see he wants to see the nation of Israel go, oh, that's yours, now go take it. Now that's showing you that the Lord is, has the spirit of evil. Right. All right. Let's read. I said I, I had some uh, mm -hmm. comment too. And it's also showing that, that uh he wants you to teach your children what to. Yes. Yes, that is the key. Mm -hmm. You have to teach your they they had to specifically teach their children. That was the next ones coming up. There's no telling how long you're about to go to battle with these people. You don't know, you might lose. So just in case you die, just in case I die, I gotta teach my sons. I got like five sons. This man might have like one and the rest daughters. You better teach that boy how to fight. What happens if he die? You die, he die, but they, what gonna happen to the women? What always happens to the men? They, <laughs> they become, take them for spoils, concubines. They become what? Concubines. Say the first one you see. Take them for spoils. They become spoils of war. All right? So let's keep reading. Verse three. Namely, five lords of the Philistines and all the Canaanites mm -hmm. and the Sidonians mm -hmm. and the Hivites that dwell in Mount Lebanon from Mount Baal Hamon until the entering of Hamath. So you see all these kings, all these kingdoms within that land? That's what that's talking about. When it says lords of the Philistines, and we know the Philistines are. 
Hamites. Hamites. Uh, verse 4. Mm. Verse 4. And they were to prove Israel by them. And they what? Were to prove Israel by them. To know whether they would hearken unto the commandments of the Lord, which he commanded their fathers by the hand of Moses. Read that one more time. And they were to prove Israel by them, mm -hmm. to know whether they would hearken unto the commandments of the Lord. Now, heathens know if you do not follow the Lord, what happens to you? Salah. Now, what's the context of the class? War. War. So what do heathens know if you are not obeying the laws of your God, Hebrew, Israelite? Well, you just <coughs> Come. Uh, that the most high ain't going to fight with you. He's not going to be with you. Yeah. Which means... You're going to lose. You're going to lose. Right. All right? So we see this here. Keep reading. And see, that's why, also, that's why I say they were to be proved to Israel by them. So they want to see. Let's see if you really believe in your in your Lord. Because if you don't, we're about to slaughter you. Go ahead. And the church, verse 5. And let me say this too. You know what's a big reason why they know this? Hmm. Because whenever we left Egypt. That's true, but give me some specifics. Um, so like, all the captivities we have been in. The Lord allowed the captivity to happen. Yeah, but how would they know it was because the Lord was with you, wasn't with you? That's why I want you to do homework for y'all. I, I, I mean, I can tell you, it's, it's in the apocalypse. Homework for y'all, too. Okay. The scripture book, the, um, the book before this, Joshua, mm -hmm. y'all read Joshua. Huh. I want y'all seriously read Joshua. From any time this week, you get some free time, it's not that long. Read Joshua, man. You're going to see that Joshua was conquering so much. They was like, how is this dude like conquering? It was even a stream that was flowing. The Lord told Joshua to set stones out in the stream. He set these stones out. And the, the, the Hebrews were stepping on the stones and the stream stopped. They weren't supposed to be able to, to cross Close. that river or that stream. Sorry. When you able to do things like that, and you come up into a city that has never been defeated, and you keep defeating the cities after uh, kingdoms after kingdom after kingdom after kingdom, now you start to get this reputation of you can't stop them dudes, and they with the, and they lord as well. They always like they always like worshiping this Most High. As long as they doing that, you're not gonna win, dude. That reputation start getting. That's why it's very key. I just want y'all to read Joshua. And when you get into Judges, you'll understand why uh, the scriptures are saying stuff like that. Go ahead. Wasn't that the Jordan? The Jordan River? That he, uh, it could be. He, I, he's I throwing the stones. I forget yeah. what body was. But I know as soon as the last person stepped out the stone, or I think they picked the stones up, the water was right back down. That's how you know the little witch. What that sound like? Exactly. That's why I was like, you were right. I want some specifics. That's why I want you to read Joshua so you can really understand uh, why Israel had this reputation of, man, if, if, the, if the, uh, the Most High, if, they, if they, God is with them, you're not going to win. They, we had that reputation. Of the 
I'm going to say it was, uh, I forget, just paraphrasing what verse it is. It says, if they have their Lord with them, then we won't be able to defeat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say it was uh, Babylon, what is it, Babylonians. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 yeah. um, who was reading? Oh, but no, you, you put fine and put it, man. Huh? At verse 5, mm-hmm. and the children of Israel dwelt among the Canaanites. They what? Dwelt among the Canaanites. Here we go. The Hittites mm-hmm. and Amorites mm-hmm. and Perizzites, so like the Perizzites mm-hmm. and Hivites. And Jebusites. Now, what's that mean when it says dwelt? So like they lived among them. They start living among them. Right. So we start living among them and we see a couple of boobies. Yeah. What happens? Start marrying. Let's read the next verse. Verse 6. Mm-hmm. And they took daughters. And they what? And they took their daughters. And they what? And they took their daughters mm-hmm. to be their wives. Here we go. And gave their daughters to their sons. And now here's the kicker. And here's how the uh, heathens always get us. And what happened, What do we say happens when we don't? Now nah, I'm gonna say, it. go ahead and read. And serve their gods. And what? Serve their gods. So what happens when we sit there and dwell with all these heathens and start? What's the word I'm thinking about in this day and age? Day and age. What trying to be like the white man? What's the word for? Um, the milk integrate. We start integrating oh. with them. I thought you said about to say cooning. Same thing, but you know we want we want proper word. But this is what happens every time we start integrating with humans. Then we start taking their customs. We start taking their women. Our sons start taking their women. And then what happens without? We forget about our. Yeah, but what he do to us. Oh, he punished us for he that. He punished the hell out of us. Yeah. No, you know you're part of that, right? Uh-huh. How you think you're in America right now? That we, we, we coming out of that. Right. Let's keep reading. Verse 7. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. They did what? Evil in the sight of the Lord. I wonder why. Keep reading. And forgot the Lord their God. And what? And forgot the Lord their God. So did the plan of these of these all these heathens work? These Hamites? Come Because what would they want to do? They want to test them. Let's see if we can knock them off, uh, knock them off of that, that, that uh throne they think they own. And the first thing they did is started integrating with them. Now, this is why the Lord didn't kill us when we was in the world. You hear me? Okay. This is why they didn't kill us. We're going to do it. Actually, yeah, okay. we started later on tomorrow. Yeah, I can't find it. Hold on. No, that's all. Don't worry about it. Come on, come on. But, like, all of us should have been dead, man. But this is how much the Lord truly loves us. Let's see what he does. And serve a all in the groves. Mm-hmm. Therefore, verse 8. Therefore, the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. What that mean? This is a these black folks. Read again. Therefore, the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. It was hot against Israel. <laughs> Don't you do that? Right. Somebody do something you do. I'm hot. I'm hot. Yeah, I'm, hot. I'm, I'm, I'm like lava right now, bro. 
Nah, I ain't going over there, bro. I can't even talk to him. <laughs> Lord, that's how he's looking at us. Alright, let's read. And he sold them unto the hand of the cushion. Sorry, the cushion was shot. What? Kishon? Kishon Rashathon. King of Mesopotamia. Oh, you missed something. Oh, no, no, no. Somebody, go ahead. Keep going. And the children of Israel served Kishon Rashathon eight years. There we go. There's captivity. There's the punishment. Keep reading. Verse 9. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. The children of Israel cried unto the Lord. The children of Israel cried unto the Lord. Just like your little son and your little daughter that's been bad don't want to listen. And when they didn't want to listen to you, it wasn't necessarily what, what yeah, it was. They did what they wanted to do, and they had repercussions from it, but also you whipped their ass. Right. So now they start crying, and you stop, please, I'm sorry, I'll never do it again. Let's see what happened. And the Lord raised up a deliverer to the children of Israel. This will let you know that you ain't supposed to be voting too. Hmm. What did it say the Lord did? Raised up a deliverer to the children of Israel. The Lord would give you the leader that you need. We ain't never spoke to vote. This is a perfect example why. Yeah. Right. Who delivers them? Even Othniel, oh, the son of Canaan, Caleb's young brother. Caleb's young brother. Now, let's get into who this cat was. Keep reading. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he judged Israel and went out to war. Mm -hmm. And the Lord delivered Cushion of uh, Rashadah. King of Mesopotamia into his hand. Mm -hmm. And his hand prevailed against Kishon Rathatan. He said about three different players. <laughs> hey, it's all right, like, that's, that's a long word. <laughs> Amen. Keep rolling. And the land uh, had rest for 40 years. Mm -hmm. And Othniel, the son of Kanaz, died. Othniel. The son of Kanaz died. Now, see, you had a warrior to raise up and fight for Israel because they was in captivity. They was crying. And the Lord sent them a, sent them a deliverer. All right? Sent them a, 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 a leader, a warrior. And he went to war with that king and got rid of them. So now they got peace for 40 years, right? Right. Now, let's see what kind of, let's, let's see, look at this other warrior real quick. Go ahead. This was bad dude. Always remember the name. Ehud. Bad boy. This was your first Assassin's Creed. <laughs> right. Go ahead. Verse 12. And the children of Israel did evil against the sight of the Lord. What? <laughs> right. Come on, man. Let me ask y'all, so why do we keep, like, every time we do right, we go off the laws, then we get punished, we go into captivity, then we get peace, and then we go right back to that thing. So like, <laughs> we was just talking about this earth. I had a children of Israel. I, and that's why I said this can't be nobody but them. I said I had a children of Israel always with the most, they'll be with the most high. Mm -hmm. Then we'll lead the most high. We get in trouble, the most high deliver us. And then 
We be cool for a minute, and then we go right back to doing the same thing that we do. Precept. Fuck. Oh, pre I didn't have a precept. Stiff neck people. Stiff neck, yeah. Stiff neck people, I don't want to listen. Go ahead. But it's like the only time we follow the most high is when we at war. Because every time we no, go into war. When we follow the most high is when we in captivity. Right. <laughs> That's what we find. So we cry out for them. Right. Then he sends a leader, a deliverer. <coughs> then we like, we gonna do right, that's right. Yes, so, yeah, yes, so, right. so we gonna do right, sir, that's right, sir. Come on, one come. And then you get peace. That's it's right. it's like, hey, man, see that black girl over there? Hey, man, she cooking back in there. They ain't had bacon in about 12 years. Is that lettuce and tomato? What's that, pork chops? And she got the weed. But it's like when he sent a deliver, we we go to war, mm-hmm. and like throughout the war, we we follow the Most High, we good. But then as soon as we get peace, exactly. we slack up. Exactly. So it's like we you can tell we meant for war. Yeah, because yeah, we yeah, always in war. We follow the Most High, and we good. Well, well what they say, uh, a hard head make a soft ass. Soft ass, right? Hard-headed, man. So when you hard-headed like that, you gonna get your ass cooked, kicked all the time. Uh, the main, the main thing is, man. Just like the situation we in right now, as people, we destroyed out here because we didn't listen. So now we slowly starting to come back. But see, this time, this ain't no, this ain't no thing where you get yourself together. He gonna send a deliverer, and then you gonna have peace for forty years. No, this time it's a wrap. Right. Like, according to the scriptures, two thirds is going to be destroyed with these heathens. And then you're not going to be able to enjoy the kingdom. Not like the ones that have um, went by these laws. Right. You're going to be least in the kingdom. You know, depending on the Lord, Lord, do what He wants to do. But um, the main point is. We've been going through this time and time again. And here's the key point about this, too. Who else is watching us? All these heathens. Right. We keep doing the same thing over and over again. So guess what they do? We got to find some way to keep them away from their God. We keep them away from their God. Their God. Keep the lions sleep. Right. As people say in our day, they'll never have room to show. Right. We'll always be on top of it. We'll put, we'll put pork in their candy. Hey. Make it taste good. Bro, they ain't no face. They ain't got to be sleep. Last time I checked, it's, it's dope still all up in your neighborhood. Right. They they killing you on social media. But, but it's like, I'm just saying, for like, they'll start with the kids, though. They'll start getting well, them off. Well, that's true. But like, something with candy is something that they sneaking up on you. They, they do things that you blatantly know is wrong. Right. How much homosexuality is in this country? In the world? Everywhere. Everybody knows wrong. But they're like, it's your choice. Hey. And then our people overindulge, overindulge in it. Look at Atlanta. Right. No, they say, I ain't making this up. So uh, let's read the let's read the next scripture. Um And the Lord strengthened Eglon, the king of Moab. Right. Um, in the middle, uh, so like I just start over. I'm in verse uh, 
Judges chapter 3, verse 12. Okay. And the children of Israel did evil against the in the sight of the Lord. So like it. The children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And the Lord strengthened Eglon, the king of Moab. The king of who? The king of Moab who? against Israel. Who is that? Who is Moab? Because they had done evil in the sight of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And verse 13. So and now we understand that they are under captivity under Moab, under the king. Go ahead. And he gathered unto him children of Ammon and Amalek and went and smote Israel and possessed the city of palm trees. Now, so he went and got other nations. Chinese. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Go ahead and call it out. Who, who's Ammon? Ammon is uh, Japanese. And? And uh, Amalek is uh, the fake Jew. Come. So come Jewish men. Mm -hmm. who, who we know as now. So now, um, and what did they do? And possessed the city of Salaki and went and smote Israel. And went and just annihilated them in warfare. Keep going. And possessed the city of palm trees. Keep reading. So the children of Israel served Eglon, the king of Moab, 18 years. So now, within 100 years, man, he just served on about three different kings. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just because you didn't want to listen to the Lord. Hmm. Keep reading. So, verse 15, but when the children of Israel <laughs> cried unto the Lord, they did what? Cried unto the Lord. Which are a what people? We are what? Uh, people of uh, uh, What is Israel? Stiff-necked and rebellious. Rebellious. That's why we have to keep going through this. Then you tie his butt with what he do. Cry to his daddy. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I never do it again, daddy. Please. Yeah. Please. Put his hands down there and get his hands told up. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he read. And Salaki cried unto the Lord. The Lord raised up them a deliverer. Did what? He raised, the Lord raised up them a deliverer. All right, so now we got another warrior coming out. This is a strong baby. He, he, he's smacking bottles out of his mouth. No, give me that big. Yeah. Little strong baby coming. Come on, go ahead. Ehud, the son of Gerah. Who? Ehud, the son of Gerah. Remember that name. Keep going. A Benjamite. A what? A Benjamite. Oh, snap. You know the Benjamites don't play. Keep reading. A man left hand. Oh, he got he he, he dirty left. Southpaw. Southpaw. He down for it. Keep reading. And by him the children of Israel sent a present unto Eglon, the king of Moab. Okay, what does that mean? Sent a present. <laughs> it makes you have to think. Read that one, that one part again. And by him, the children of Israel sent a present. So it says the children of Israel. So that means somebody had powwow. We got to do something about this king. Keep reading. Unto Eglon, the king of Moab. Mm -hmm. But Ehud made him a dagger. Ehud did what? Made him a dagger. Sound like a little sheep herder, huh? So all he do is just grow corn. Mm. Sound like a warrior to me. He read. Which had two edges. The double edged that. That's for killing. Go ahead. And a cubit uh, length. I don't know if you know what a cubit is. 
like, just pull up. Just from the elbow to the wrist. Uh, or, the, or the fingertips. So, yeah. so this ain't no little knife. You know that knife you got? That's you know, not a knife. That little knife. Nah. That's not a knife. It's like half this table ash. <laughs> This is a, this is a, uh, it reminds me of them, uh, what's them Arabian, the little swords be doing like that? Hey, yeah. yeah. this dude got a real dagger, man. This, this is nothing to play with. Go ahead. And he did gird it under his raiment. And he did what? Gird it under his raiment. Tell me. Gird it. He had it up on his, like a strap. Yeah, he had a tuck. Yeah, he had a tuck. Concealed. Go huh? ahead. Up upon his right thigh, mm -hmm. and he brought the present unto Eglon, king of Moab. And Eglon was a very fat man. Eglon was what? A very fat man. You looking at the first sighting of Buddha? <laughs> this is Buddha. No, I'm <laughs> this is not Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> this is cousin. But it is a fat dude, man. Fat, greedy king. Go ahead. And when he had made an end to offer the present. So, let me put you on game. So Eli is like, hey, I have a present for the king. Oh, bring it, bring it. Especially if it's uh, strawberry shortcake. Yeah, chocolate you know chocolate covered mold, <laughs> He read. He sent away the people that bear the present. Uh-oh. So, he has this gift. The people took the present, and they didn't left. One of the worst things they should have ever done. We're gonna find out why. Keep reading. But he himself turned against the quarries that were by Gilgad and said, I have secret errand unto unto thee, O king. So he's like, hey king, I got a uh Well, okay, let me let me set this up properly. So he receives the present, and everyone is sent away. And in verse 19, uh the guard leaves the chamber. So it's just either and the king in there. And he's talking to him. He's like, man, I got, I got, uh, I got something I need to tell you. Keep reading. I have a secret errand to, uh, unto thee, O king, who said, keep silent. And all that stood by him went out from him. So now the king sends everybody out. Keep reading. And Ehud came unto him. And he was sitting in a summer parlor, which he had, which he had for himself alone. So now, he was in the he's in the king's chamber at first. So then he goes to a summer parlor, and kind of like he goes out of the chamber, and like everything kind of opens up. It's like a big open, I don't want to say patio, but it's like sunroom. Yeah, it's kind of like he's like laying out, just chilling as a king. You know what I'm saying? This is where he, his personal space where he just chill. And Ehud said, I have a message from God unto thee. So now Ehud comes up to him and says, hey man, I have a message from the Lord. So this lets you know that all the heathens knew that how powerful our Lord was, how real he was. And he's letting him speak to him. Go ahead. And Ehud went for uh, Salah. Mm -hmm. And he arose out of his seat. So now the king gets up out of his seat. Keep going. And Ehud put forth his hand. Now Ehud takes his hand out. So like it. And Ehud put forth his left hand. Which is his good hand, because early in the scriptures, what we, what we know. He was left hand. He left hand. And took the dagger from his right thigh. So now, that place that it was girded, where it was hidden, he takes it from his left thigh. 
And thrust it into his belly. And did what? Thrust it into his belly. Smack him across the head. Thrust it into his belly. Try to throw it past his ear. Thrust it into his belly. No, he slices the other one. Thrust it into his belly. You agree? And he have also went in after the blade Salaki. And the haft mm -hmm. Keep reading, that's right. also went in after the blade. Keep reading. And the fat closed upon the blade. So, you can picture this. Ehud cuts the man like he's, it's not like this. He's going like this. Like, like when, you, when you stab him like that, it's just for a stab. This dude's trying to kill him, so he's trying to slice. And we're going to find out where he sliced him at that you know is kind of like a kill shot. He's trying to kill him. But he slices like this, and we said how big was that blade? It was a cubic. It was pretty big, like this big. This dude slices him, and, and you can picture Ehud probably ain't no no weak dude. You know what I'm saying? If you come in there hiding a blade that big, you're a good sized dude. Right, right, that's what I'm about to say. It ain't saying it was like on the outside of his leg, like it's a 12 gauge. So, oh, you know, it's hitting like in his thigh. It's a big dude. So he pulled the blade out, slices it at his stomach, and what happens? The blade gets stuck. And the fat closed up upon the blade. This dude's so damn fat, it closes the blade. He can't even keep slicing. He that damn big. Keep reading. So that he could not draw the dagger out of his belly. He can't even pull it out. Keep going. And the dirt came out. And the what? The dirt came out. What is the dirt? Salak. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it his blood or the guts? His intestines. Mm -hmm. His bile. I told you it was a kill shot. So he slices him in the stomach, trying to just get this slice all the way across. Once somebody slices you like that, unless you get immediate attention, stapled up, you're going to die, bro. That's a kill shot, all right? That's a kill uh, slice. Kind of like getting cut in the jugular. It's like one of the biggest veins in your body, one in your neck. Uh -huh. If you get that cut, they're not stopping that. It's a wrap. It's another one I think runs in your leg. So if you get that sliced up, it's and there's a wrap. one that comes down to like halfway in your arm. Mm-hmm. Keep reading. What verse was it? Verse 24. Okay. When he was gone out, his servant came, and when they and when they saw that behold the doors of the parlor were locked, they said, Surely he covered his feet in his summer chamber. So now they coming in there. And they just thinking he wants privacy because the doors are closed. Keep reading. And they tear it until there were a, a shame. And so they didn't want to, they stopped. And they didn't want to be, they didn't want to like see him naked. They were kind of embarrassed. Like they ashamed to go in there. But go ahead. And behold, he opened out the door of the parlor. But they went in there anyway. Go ahead. Therefore they took a key and opened them. Mm -hmm. And behold, their Lord was falling down dead on the earth. And Ehud escaped while they tarried, and passed beyond the quarries and escaped unto Sarah. And that's it. That was a straight up assassination from Israel. <laughs> Not to just get rid of anybody, to get rid of the king. Right. And you gotta understand, the king has guards. He has an army. Ehud went in there, handled business, and got out. To let you know that the Israelites is all about warfare, man. Right. All right? 
so with that, I pass the class off to Priest Officer Kwame. ICPK uh, security announcements. We got an ICPK start out of 1 West 125th Street, Harlem, New York. Rule for new brother and sister. When a new brother or sister comes to the school, they are off limits for six months. They ought to be saluted only. They are here to share themselves with the world. If they need transportation, the teacher will arrange it. After six months, if a brother or sister has an interest in a particular person, he or she must get permission from the head to speak to a brother or sister. There's another six months in which the brother and sister uh, will court each other. After this six month period, the brother and sister will get permission from the head to marry. Tags, which is a commandment. Numbers 1821, Malachi 3 and 8 through 10. Means 10th in the Hebrew, my 10% of every penny of any increase the Lord gives you. Give to the treasure department or teacher. Priest form. Free will offering for the priest, not mandatory. Whatsoever amount you would like. Upcoming uh, holy convocations. We got the feast of um, dedication, uh, coming up uh, December the first through the eighth, ninth. Yeah, ninth. It's eight days. Uh, yeah, uh, we having a feast here at the school at, at ISK Tennessee School. And uh, anybody want to come, you can contact uh, you can contact me. I'm Officer Laquan, and uh, I give, I can show you the arrangements to get to the school. And we'll be having that. Uh, we'll be having a feast on the eighth of December. All right. Uh, anyone wants to be a trooper of the school, start wearing all black boots, shirt, pants, head scarf, headbands, or scarf. All right. A marching. Which means stand. Men of Israel, we're going to give one courtesy salute. Amad Shabbat, Amad Barak, Yahweh Shabbat Shabbat, Amad Batak, we're going to give one courtesy salute to the sister. All right. Men of Israel, Amad, Amad Shabbat, Amad Barak, Good job, sir.